So let's review. In the previous daf, the Gemara discussed the machlekes where the kinyan pays kikinya guftami. The person with the rights of the produce is the primary owner of the property, or kinyan pays lav kikinya guftami. The person who owns the actual property is the primary owner. The Gemara now brings a source for this machlekes. The pasuk says, "Ach im one is not liable for killing his slave if the slave survived at least 24 hours after sustaining his injuries. The Gemara cites a b'raise concerning this halacha. Someone sells his slave and stipulates that he must continue to work for him for 30 days. The buyer has the kinyan guf and the seller has the kinyan peris. And there are four opinions as to his status regarding this halacha. The leniency of Yoyma Yemaim applies to the seller since he still has the rights to his labor. And Kinya Peres, Kikinya Govtami. This makes him the primary owner. The leniency of Yoyma Yemaim applies to the buyer since he owns the slave. And Kinya Peres, Lav Kikinya Govtami. The seller who merely owns the rights to his labor is not the primary owner. This leniency applies to both the seller and the buyer because Rabbi Yisi is uncertain who the primary owner is and since we rule leniently in cases of capital punishment, we must apply this leniency to both. This leniency does not apply to either owner because the Pasik says, This halach applies only to a slave who is the owner's exclusive property. One who strikes a person on his heir pays him one seller for Baishas for his humiliation. He pays him one mana, which is 25 seller. The Mishnah continues, If he slapped him on the cheek with the palm of his hand, he pays 200 zuz for the baishas. If he slapped him with the back of his hand, he pays 400 zuz because it's more humiliating. The Gemara inquires, Does the Mishnah refer to a monetsuri, Turian currency, which is worth 100 zuz, or a medina, provincial currency, which is worth only 12 and a half zuz? The Gemara brings an explicit ruling on this matter. Someone struck another person on his ear, and Rabbi Huda Nesir ruled, Here I am, and here is Rabbi Yesi, and you must therefore pay him a monetsuri. The Gemara now offers two explanations of Rabbi Huda's statement. I observed the incident, and I rule in accordance with Rabbi Yesi, who obligates you to pay a monetsuri. The Gemara points out that this indicates aid Nasadayan, one can serve both as witness and judge for the same case. The Gemara challenges this from a Braisa. Sanhedrin Shiro, Echatarikas, and Nefesh, if the members of the court witnessed a murder, Riptarfan holds that some of them can serve as witnesses, and we require others to serve as judges because those who actually testify cannot serve as judges for this case. Rikiva Emer, Kulam Edemheim, the Ein Edem Nasadayan. None of them can serve as judges for this case, since they are all witnesses to the crime, even though they did not testify. The Gemara infers, a filler of tarfin, aid nas dain lekama. All agree that the same person cannot serve as witness and judge. The Gemara answers, 
If the court witnessed the crime during the night, they cannot judge based on their knowledge since they cannot judge the case at that time. Instead, some of them must testify the next day and therefore cannot serve as judges. However, Eidna Sadayin, if they had witnessed the crime during the daytime, Ribtafrin would rule that they can judge based on their own knowledge. Therefore, Behuda Nesia, Kerib Tarfin Behuda agrees with Ribtafrin and allows a witness to serve as a judge. I rule according to Rabbi Yesu who obligates you to pay a monetsuri, and there are other witnesses to the crime. The Gemara now brings a brisa in which Rabbi Kiva seems to contradict his opinion here of Ein Eid Nasadai. The Pasuk says, referring to one who injures another person with a stone or with his fist. Just as it is always possible to evaluate the power of the assailant's fist, Bezdin must always evaluate the assault weapon to ascertain that it was capable of inflicting the injury in question. If the weapon is not available, we cannot convict him because it is possible that the victim was unusually weak and the assailant cannot expect the blow to result in this injury. Rabbi Kiva disagrees and argues We don't know how many times he struck him, nor on what part of the body. Clearly, we rely on the witness's testimony that he delivered a sufficiently powerful blow. The Gemara infers from Rabbi Kiva's words, If the court did observe the incident, they may judge the case, despite their status as potential witnesses. What Rabbi Kiva said earlier, The Gemara answers, Rabbi Kiva presented an argument according to Rabbi Shimon HaTimni's opinion, but he holds, Ein Eid Nasadayin.